0: is this thing on
1: bonnie who used to be a former sex worker and now hosts the podcast dumb blonde
2: most little girls grow up wanting to be doctors and lawyers and shit and i was like i want to be super hot make a lot of fucking money and be a rock star's wife that was my goal as a child and (laughs) here we are (laughs) what's up you sexy motherfuckers welcome to another episode of the dumb blonde podcast but we are in the west coast studio today and I thought to myself, I was like, who would I want to be my first guest on the podcast in the new studio? And it would have to be one of my dear, sweet friends. I'd like to consider her like one of my best friends. Viking motherfucking Barbie is in the house, baby. Hello. Hello. No, <laughs>
1: no I'm really not a talking to talk into a microphone now. Yes
2: yeah <laughs> she did a podcast last week and she was looking like ricky bobby yeah fucking <laughs> trying to chase the microphone with her mouth so for those of you don't, who don't know who viking barbie is um because there are some people out there who don't know who your beautiful ass is and who
1: think we're the same person yeah this is
2: who you guys think is always me she did a song with jay she redid creep with jay and she's the hot blonde that's in the video she's brunette now so if you're watching this video
1: just picture her with blonde hair and it'll all make sense. Bunny beat me up and told me I had to dye my hair because it was her thing.
2: Yeah, I was like, don't, don't be like the parrot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Inside joke, guys. Um, so tell people who you are.
1: I am a scholar, a gentleman. No, um, <laughs> I am, uh, well, getting over being sick, so excuse my man voice. But um, yeah, just, I sing, I do comedy uh shakespearean things you know <laughs> everything <laughs> she i don't even is, know what i am anymore <laughs> like, i know
2: like <laughs> you're just such a smorgasbord of everything but I lo- i've always loved that about you because that's how i am like you can't put us into a box like i
1: hate being in a box
2: besides being insanely beautiful you have a great personality <laughs> you have you can fucking wrap your ass off which most people don't know that but you can also sing too hold on one second can you see the fly now?
1: I see the fly. I've been watching it. <laughs> <period>. <laughs> it's so <laughs>
2: distracting. Okay. um, You can wrap your ass off. You can sing your ass off. You fucking are hilarious. You do these skits on Instagram. You're huge on Instagram. How many fucking followers do you have on Instagram?
1: On one account, I think it's like 11.3 and the other one's 3 million. Mm-hmm. And then so, so altogether, like other like 13 million yeah. Um, <coughs> it's a lot of motherfuckers checking <laughs> out your titties. Yeah. Um, I do that as well. Yes. I show those as well.
2: The, she's definitely <laughs> in the adult industry. And if you guys are not
1: subscribed to her fucking OF, you guys need to go shout out your OF real quick. Um, it is actually VikingDoll.private. I oh, know VikingDoll.VIP. And the reason it's VikingDoll is because Mattel came for me. They sent you like a they cease and desist, They sent me a right? cease and desist. And then they went and we didn't desist. <laughs> <laughs> so they ended up going to OnlyFans and making them shut me down, which is kind of shitty because there's actually somebody on there using my name. There's a
2: lot of girls who yeah, use Barbie. and I'm Barbie. like, hey, why
1: is it me? You know, like... Mm-hmm bloody favoritism no but i i mean Nicki minaj built her whole fucking brand off barbie yeah but she has a deal with them same thing happened to her Mm. i found out believe me that was the first thing you know not that i'm on that level to where i should like well Nicki minaj you know like she's like bitch yeah (laughs) um but yeah so i don't know they they definitely came for me for that they came for me with something else uh one of my other like merchandise things so when i do merch i have to like figure out like how to get around that just sign viking or something like that. Yeah.
2: You can't do the Barbie anymore. This is it's crazy. I hate that. <laughs>
1: so I think
2: what is really cool about a lot of the girls that are in the industry um, that people don't know, you know, like you have this crazy story of recovery and redemption and just pretty much like being a phoenix that rises from the ashes. So can we like take it all the way back? Like, let's talk about dad. Let's talk about where you grew up. Let's talk about this is your, where she Barbara Walters, me, guys. <laughs> the trailer park, Barbara Walters, baby. Let's go. Um,
1: well, you know, I've uh, risen from the ashes multiple times, I guess, because, you know, you think you're like done, but it always kind of like comes back around and mm-hmm. you're just like, it never ends. You know, we obviously know that. Um, I was born in Texas, uh, yeah. San Antonio, Texas, which I actually just got a house over there too. Um, My mom was a stripper and uh, my dad was like, he was a bodybuilder, but he was like a, I want to say career criminal as as well. You know, he, I kind of, I guess I've described the story before, but um, he did, you know, a lot of wild things. (laughs) My mom helped. (laughs) And then, um, accomplices. Yeah.
2: Partners in crime.
1: And I think she, well, she had me around 19. So, you know, it was like a pretty young, you know, wild family. And, I got older. um, We moved around a lot. They kind of split up because he was dealing with some stuff with like the mob and she didn't want um, me to be involved with that. Basically, what had happened was the um, CIA or whoever was dealing with the case uh, came and and she heard him say like, oh, they better not come looking for me because they might find me. And, like, it was when he was, like, supposed to get on the stand for some stuff. And my mom was like, yeah, we're going to go.
2: (laughs) She's like, like, this is my exit. Yeah.
1: So we left for a while. And then um, I went to go uh, stay at some family's house. And then my dad came and got me. We moved to California. And my mom was gone for a while and then she came back and my dad started doing movies. So he ended up being in like Batman and Robin bulletproof. Okay. But don't um, blow
2: over that. What was your dad in Batman?
1: Uh he was Bane.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's always like, yeah, but he did Batman and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. He
1: He was Bane and Batman and Robin the, um, the one with all the veins. Um, yeah. So that was a pretty cool experience. Um, and yeah. Where was I? So we were talking about
2: dad. Dad started doing (laughs) movies. You guys moved to Cali.
1: Yeah. And then, um, and then he passed away around the time I was around 12. I want, actually, I want to say like 11. And then, uh, my mom and I ended up moving to the Valley and she remarried. And then she remarried, like, stuff happened with that. She remarried again. So there was like two relationships. And then I ended up at around 17, like running away from home. And, um, when did the drug addiction
2: start? Hold on. My mouth's getting a little parched. <laughs> a little parched. <laughs> mm. She gets like me whenever she starts talking about her childhood. She gets really uncomfortable. Do you see that? <clears throat> well, she's not the one who's talking about her childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to do it, too. And I literally do the same thing you do. I start getting, like, all uncomfortable
1: and, like... Um, yeah, because I'm like a sensitive hoe now, you know, with all this stuff. Yeah,
2: we're going to talk about all that because we're both on healing journeys and Lord help
1: us. Yeah, it's like how am I supposed to like um, mask up, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like yeah. you just berate him, yeah. <laughs> barricade through this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, uh, where was I?
2: Dad passed away at 11.
1: Yeah, so my mom ended up remarrying a few times. I ran away from home, which I think that happened with you too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like 17.
2: Now our lives are so <laughs> parallel. It's crazy.
1: Like it's just like, weird. Yeah. Like definitely like in symbiosis and like a lot of ways, even, yeah. even the relationship we have, which is kind of weird to me, the same age difference, the same kid, the same, like. it's yeah. just like a very interesting mm-hmm. thing. Um, so yeah, I basically, Um, ran away I was with some boy you know because that's all that I wanted to do was live in a romance novel Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. me too yeah so boys um, were always my fucking weakness yeah I mean I wish I would have banged around a little bit um (laughs) (laughs) just saying I was thinking about that I'm like man I could have banged some beautiful ones and then I was just like in one for eight years you know and no offense to him but you know he was cute at 18 or 19 but you know they get old long in the tooth no, just, just <laughs> long in the tooth i hate it some of the
2: dudes i like back on i'm like how are you so bald now like yeah, it's he's just, just so crazy cute. like, what
1: happened yeah um, no he <laughs> doesn't see this i feel bad <laughs> um so what happened but yeah we were basically like using partners um but like just like it was fun at first you, you guys know, were using what using partners because like we were we kind of met in like this, I was in a relationship that was normal. We met, he took me away from that relationship. We ran away, we were doing a bunch of Coke. Mm. Um, We were staying in like seedy motels. I was stripping with a fake ID, um, which I was kind of doing that. But when I was like, I want to say the first time I stripped was like at 15. so, like, it was kind of that kind of relationship, and it was all I mean, a blast. Like, it was really fun in the beginning, you know? Don't what you I mean? ever think back, like, to childhood, or not even childhood, but those years, and you're just
2: like, man, if I could just be that fucking carefree again? yeah like I didn't have any anxiety back then it was like just living my life like how do, how was it to wake up normal with no
1: barely any trauma except for what my parents put me through yeah. <laughs> the, the stuff mama used to make you right <laughs> um yeah we just kept going you know you just keep making more trauma you know, yeah you just traumatize the fuck out of yourself <laughs> yeah. as you grow up yeah um, yeah, so we, I mean, it was fun and then it was fun until it wasn't fun. And usually that, I mean, it was really when the opiates came in that it wasn't fun anymore because how old was that? <clears throat> I was, I want to say I started doing them around 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was still kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then because I was doing like painkillers, you know, and like Lord nerves. Yeah. But Marcos. I started like, then I started kind of like slanging from my house instead of going to the strip club and dancing. And I had someone doing like being a runner for me. And uh, she would come and like drop it off and pick it up, and like literally have pictures of me naked in my bed just sitting there like a godfather with my coke bags (laughs) like just waiting. Like I just got super lazy, you know? Like all I did was sit in bed, drink, take pills, do Coke. Eat. It was fucking fun. But
2: (laughs) (laughs) I used to eat so much when I was an addict and not even think twice about it. Domino's was my go to thin crust pizza with their fucking chicken nuggets. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. I mean you that's the thing. I just became like this like shut in. Yeah you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I didn't really want to leave. I just wanted to be high. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um And and But then it's like Over time You just kind of start Everything erodes You know mm-hmm. Like the relationships erode the, You know And then this relationship that was so great he starts stealing coke from you secretively and like i and then you're like wait a minute like i thought i could trust this person and then there's all kinds of other weird shit that happened that i won't put him on blast for oh, <laughs> um please but, do <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> unfortunately i've only been with like three dudes in my whole life so everyone will be like oh, that's that one you know yeah <laughs> oh, shit. he's like remarried um <laughs> his new wife's watching this <laughs> yeah, right she's like honey i never knew yeah oh she knows i bet um but yeah never. um yeah so it's just um it it got like really like crazy you know and like there's just the strip club lifestyle and stuff like that um I started dancing at parties that was like that made it even easier for me not to have to like work too hard Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like I go a couple hours a week and I make a couple thousand dollars and like I was not a hustler like I'm a hustler now when I got sober but like i know you were a hustler bitch i was not a hustler <laughs> like i was with drugs like i would do what i had to do to get high and I yeah would, like, to sell them. maintain your but lifestyle I, yeah when it came to like stri- like stripping um they would just be like, I'd be, like hey you want to dance oh no all right i would make a hundred dollars like right. <laughs> at the club like it was bad and i was only like 19 like there was a problem right but once i started dancing it was like they were at my um you know, at my will, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, I'm the only stripper you got. You better pay me. Right. And it worked <laughs> out really well because I didn't have to hustle. Um, but yeah, so that, that all transpired. And then, um, then I met a girl, we ended up, you know, hitting it off. I was like dating a girl while I was with this guy and she was a heroin addict and I ended up being sick one time and I just had to like, um, not be sick and she was like oh i don't want to give you how many pills were you taking a day the first round i was taking 40 pills a day but god um norcos and then doing like probably about a gram of coke a day Mm. um but i got clean and then i went and relapsed again wow and then i was doing less 40
2: pills a day i i couldn't i would just get (coughs) sick so most i could do was like two or three a day and that was my addiction. But 40 pills, I, no wonder you couldn't shit. Yeah. I no, couldn't I never, shit off two or three
1: pills. Shitting was <laughs> but a dream. <laughs> it was like, a, it was a thing that, you know, yeah. like the wealthy only got to afford. <laughs> I was like, um, so yeah. I um, So you I, got sick one day. I got sick and I was like, hey, can I use like your shit? You know, it's the same shit. You know what I mean? She's like, no, it's not. You're not going to take this kind of thing. And um, I was like, yeah, like just hook it up. Like I got to go to work. Um, give me a hit, like one hit and I'll fucking go. And she ended up like, I ended up talking her into it and you, I,
2: I don't believe that talking her into that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And she still feels bad about it, but, um, you know, that's a whole nother thing. We ended up breaking up over like a lot of, you know, my mom going through my trash. There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack. Right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, you know, so I took it and I I went and that's when I was like, okay, well now I can't get high on the pills. What was it like? hitting heroin for your first time? I honestly didn't like it. Um, it was too heavy. It was dirty feeling. It mm. didn't have that like crisp, like, you know, if you like painkillers, mm-hmm. like that no, crisp, it. like when it first euphoric, hits you yeah. and your eyes change color cause and it feels like, so good. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> and you could just clean the house. Like that's how I feel. I get energy from it. Mm-hmm. Um, heroin's not like that. You're just like, you know, chin to chest, you're out mm-hmm. and you're just basically like heavy. numbing. Yeah. And I didn't want to do I was like this stuff sucks I remember saying that and then like when I went to you know go take pills it was not working and I was like okay this sucks oh no so
2: (laughs) So just from doing it one time fucked up your yeah like
1: fucked up my system and then like trying to take it away even after one time I swear it was like the either the worst come down or you're already feeling symptoms I can't Mm. figure it out like it was horrible that's terrible. Um, so, yeah, I started doing that shit, and I was like... And it eventually start liking it, you know? But it's like you're almost liking it for what you think it is. It's right. kind of like an abusive relationship, you know, like, <laughs> rather than what it really is. Like, when you're sick, you're like, oh, I can't wait. And then the second you get it, you're like, that wasn't even yeah. that great.
2: Like, what a fucking lackluster. Yeah.
1: So, um...
2: She's <clears throat> <laughs> 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 like, drink, break my hair. <clears throat>
1: Dude, I, it's also recovering
2: It's interesting, and I think it's what makes you, you know, especially to see how far you've come now is what I really want people to see. Right. <laughs> She's like, fine. <laughs> All right, so
1: you started using heroin. Yeah. And take me from there. And that was when I was, like, really, like, hiding everything, you know, because it was, like, before when I was on the pills the first time before I ever relapsed, again and like got off I would always tell people like oh I'm a junkie like I'm I I don't give a fuck like don't ever come for me like I am never going to rehab like I was like proud of it but once you quit there's something that happens where like and why quit I mean like I thought I was sober I was doing cocaine every day like that was what I thought like my friends (laughs) California sober yeah my friends still joke with me they're like you were never sober at that time like you were literally doing coke every day I'm like hey it's like a cigarette. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like for me, like I got sober off the pills. They had caused so much problems and so much pain. And so I was kind of embarrassed, like to tell anyone that I relapsed. I didn't want to tell anyone. So like, then it just got worse. And when you start hiding shit is when it really gets yeah. bad, you know? Like, Why
2: were you mm-hmm. hiding it? Why did you feel Did you, had you gone to rehab or do you had, No. how did you get rehab. sober? You just went mm-hmm. to Coke?
1: Um, well, I, I had a, a miscarriage. Okay. Yeah, um, but I didn't ever want kids. I just like wanted to like have that one because like the hormones started kicking in. Right, that shit will trick you. By the mm-hmm. way, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. like, you're like you can stay pregnant for more than like six weeks. Like you're just like all I want to do is be a mother. It's my my <laughs> mission in life. So like I had this whole thing in my head. Um, so I was getting clean for that, but mm-hmm. it didn't like. You know, yeah, pan out. Um, thank god though, because I was
2: not can we normalize people not wanting children? You know, just to yeah. interject, I feel I hate like people ask Jay, me and Jay all the time, they're like, Are you guys ever gonna have kids? And I'm like, No, I don't fucking want kids, like, I, I don't want to inflict the trauma that my fucking family did on me. Like, I don't want to be responsible
1: for that. I think you would do that, but I definitely yeah. don't want not to.
2: now. But if I had a shit one out when I was 18, imagine that kid oh, would yeah. be fucked
1: up right now. Well, that's kind of what, where I was at, but to be fair, I did detox solely for the fact that i was so some points there yeah (laughs) a lot of women can do a lot of people drug addicts don't do that um but yeah so you know that's why i got sober and then i was like oh i can't tell anyone i relapsed like that's embarrassing like after all that you know so i was going through the whole you know liar addict shit um the house was filthy it was pretty gross i mean i'm already i'm not gonna lie like i'm a bit of a slob naturally because my father was like i grew up like with a slob you know right. what i mean like and it's not even any shade it's like the man would like piss in gatorade bottles and like throw them in the back seat of the oh, car oh so you
2: were married to jay <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so your dad was jay sorry yeah. no totally
1: reminds <laughs> me of him a lot um, but this
2: dude will piss in a bathtub (laughs) and and the toilets literally right next to him. And I'm like, can you not? And remember he pissed all over my hair extensions. (laughs) I was like, what is wrong with you? Like go to the fucking bathroom, you hobo.
1: Yeah, that was definitely, um, that was, and that's kind of how like I am like naturally I'm kind of sloppy. You know what I mean? Like I'll just have my whole nightstand just, and I'll like put like the last piece of trash to let it like, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like make sure it doesn't fall, you know? But um so I got better about that, but I'm still kinda like that. But this was like a whole nother level. Because if you're already not a clean person and then you become a junkie, mm -hmm. I mean it's like
2: The symptoms started on your face. Your skin turned thin and saggy, deep wrinkles formed, your hair got thin and your nails got brittle. Then your muscles became weak and your joints stiffened. The good news is radiance, the next generation of collagen replacement is Finally, here. While others offer one type of collagen, Dr. Formulated Radiance brings four types of collagen, and each is designed to slow not only the outward aging you see, but the inside aging you can't see. I absolutely love using Radiance. It has made my skin plumper. I can see a difference within the first two weeks of using it. I mean, it makes it look like you drank an entire bottle of water and plumped your skin up. This stuff is amazing. Trust me, guys, you will love it. It's your choice. Take other collagen products and wait months for results or trust radiance with their faster results promise you'll see improved skin elasticity fewer fine lines and wrinkles plus stronger hair and nails or your money back get 15% off your first order at brickhousenutrition.com promo code bunny b u n n i e that's brickhousenutrition.com promo code bunny b u n n i e DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and Slots, plus exclusive games that you won't find anywhere else. I absolutely love Blackjack. It is my favorite game. I could play it for hours. You use your brain, the numbers. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code BUNNY. New players get an instant deposit matchup to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E. Only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario, eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer must opt in and make minimum $5 deposits within seven days, 168 hours of registering new account. Max, match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player offer 2024
1: it's pretty bad i couldn't imagine (laughs) i mean there were moments (laughs) where you know like i smoked what i thought was heroin off the floor oh but it was like dog turds i did that with cocaine yeah i would
2: like rummage for cocaine rocks in my floor i feel
1: like everyone does that at least cocaine doesn't look like dog turds
2: i tried to smoke (laughs) a cocaine rock thinking it was crack one night (laughs) Like, this is how deep the fucking addiction goes. Like, you do weird shit when you you're do an weird addict, shit, dude.
1: Especially when you're smoking the dog turd and you know it's not. <laughs> you know it's not heroin. The little and almond like, roca. I'm like, I know this isn't heroin because it doesn't taste like it. I know it's burning weird, but I'm so desperate to believe it is. It might have a hint of heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, of the- some heroin might have gotten on this dog turd. <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah i mean I, i've done all kinds of weird shit um but yeah so it was just like and you look at me people really like you you are not a heroin addict like there's something like i'm like i think people don't realize like how we be, all look you know different yeah just yeah.
2: because you fucking have your glow up is phenomenal doesn't mean that you haven't been through some shit and yeah, I'm like, that's why i wanted you to come back on the podcast because a lot of a lot of you guys don't know this barbs was the way i met her five years ago was she was like one of the first people on my podcast she had like no hesitation was like yeah I'll do it and fucking so for that I just always have loved you and even for more reasons than that but that was like the beginning of our love affair and we also
1: have a love affair where we exchange what's wrong with us every day (laughs)
2: all day long Erin's always like
1: it's kind of interesting like you wake up every morning the first thing you say to me isn't good morning it's like oh, this is wrong or that's wrong. Last <laughs> night I slept weird. My arm feels funny. I have a tickle here. And he's like, I've never in the whole time we've known each other and you've not had something wrong. He's like, and now you have bunny. And she can tell you all the things wrong with her. <laughs>
2: We just feed off of each other. But it's funny because we have a balance because I calm you down and then you calm me down. I know
1: because you sound crazy. Yeah. But it's like, but then you I sound, sound <laughs> crazy too, bitch. So like sometimes I'll be like, man, is this what it's like? Like, is Because this isn't possible. She can't possibly have all the, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, and then for I'm sure. like, it's totally, it's totally both of
0: us.
2: We are just, dis- we put the fun in dysfunction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so that's why I wanted you to come back on the podcast was because I want, now that I have all these fucking listeners and I just want people to get to know you again because I don't feel like anybody's going to go back to episode three and listen, unless you guys want to. Well, there was one we
1: did, I think like a few years ago in Nashville, but that was pretty far away. Yeah. It was not really (laughs) like intimate. Yeah, it was,
2: well that, and it had you and Kata and it didn't really have like, I don't think you guys really got to like. Like, get into detail. It was more of like, just hey, how you doing? We're dropping in to drop some music and kind of like touched bass. So, I kind of wanted to, to just deep dive with you so that people could, you know, get reacquainted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're smoking dog turds. I'm smoking the dog <laughs> turds. The carpet.
1: I had a burp. Um. <laughs>
2: So I do it on the mic. Some people like it. <laughs> right? What well, is jelly
1: makes me burp, made me burp in the mic when I was, um, when I was recording. He's like, you have to do that. <laughs> you always do that before you start spinning. Um, so yeah, um, it was pretty gnarly. Uh, I mean, there was, I, it, there was maggots in my laundry. Like that's how, and I, it, most people, my, my dude's going to be like, why do you always tell everybody all this? stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> well, but why like, were there maggots
2: though? What was happening?
1: Because, well, I had a laundry pile that was all the way in the kitchen, mm-hmm. shoved against the wall all the way up to the ceiling. Like, cause wow. we just kept buying clothes. Cause I mean, I was stripping, you know, I didn't, yeah. but I didn't want to wash them. So yeah. which, And then like, I still the, don't want to wash them. Yeah, the sink was right there. And so all the dishes were piled up and the maggots got from the dishes to the laundry. Wow. So it was,
2: so you were top, living in a trap house. top tier.
1: Yeah um and this is like the fourth one okay so we would get a place run it into the ground stop paying rent we would get evicted um we would find some way to stay there long enough and then like find another place because i'd make just enough money i always made enough money like Mm -hmm. just to get a nice another nice place and i would always like you know you know smooth get my way in there i would dress nice that day and i'd put some tanner on my white face you know what i mean right? and um, sorry i'm trying to get adjusted in this fucking new studio over here so like we'd always find a new place to just destroy and every time we thought we were gonna keep that one nice but it never happened um and <laughs> it was funny i remember the last place that i when i'd gotten arrested that we were living in like the, the guy's like well you just sit here in the kitchen let me know what you think it was like a nice <laughs> like he had just done the house up walked outside and i was like Thanks. We're going to talk about it. (laughs) Lighting up heroin smoking in the kitchen. (laughs) This guy's outside thinking we're like these like great tenants. You know what I mean? And I was like, God, we were just
2: the worst. It's crazy when you think about the shit that you do whenever you're under the
1: influence. Yeah. I mean, we got engaged (laughs) like that. And we had a a whole wedding planned that no one could get a hold of me for to get flowers or anything. My mom (laughs) had to basically like, you know, get me in a corner to try and get me to plan this thing. And I ended up having my wedding day while I was in rehab. So mm. the day I was like, well, it's the day
2: <laughs> princess. So how did you get to rehab? When, what so was that pivotal
1: moment? I went with my uh, best friend to a show. <clears throat> she worked with me and like, we danced for these cops. Believe it or not. Oh, I, believe I it. even remember that show. Like it was really fun. We were laughing. we were having a good time, like making jokes with these guys. They were cool. And then we left and we were counting money on the side of the street. And other cops pulled up this was over in fountain valley in orange county Mm. and um they were like get out of the car and we're like oh we're not doing anything we're just counting money we're we're dancers and he goes well we're the strippers there's narcotics and i was like how offensive
2: (laughs) how dare you
1: yeah so my poor friend and her friend who drove us who was a preschool teacher that we were paying (laughs) nice no like and neither of them had drugs on them they weren't like there for that you know meanwhile i had like heroin and coke on me and like I just bought like like a really nice like brand new like 40 sack of black tar you know what i mean mm. like it was all shiny and new you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even get to dip into it you know mm. and like the cops started looking and usually i had it in my bra he didn't even look him like our bras um but for some reason you know it's like that universe thing like it happened mm. to be and i was like it's fine he's not gonna look in this spot and it was like i would have never done that and he found it of course oh no <clears throat> Yeah, so that was a whole fucking <laughs> was the worst because what I was, did you get
2: charged? Mm-hmm. What were the
1: charges? Um, possession of large usable amounts of um narcotics, her- wow. um, heroin, and cocaine, or whatever the judge said. When I was partially deaf, when he said it, uh, yeah, um, my I had like all the fluid coming out of my lungs and into my ears in court. I couldn't hear anything. Oh, um, so yeah, went to jail that night. My friend took my money to my boyfriend at the time. She's like, dude she's like it was the weirdest thing she's like I went to go drop your money off and I hadn't seen you guys in a while and stuff he was being so weird like and like the whole thing came out like she didn't even know I was doing heroin and she's like I always just thought you had really dirty fingers and I couldn't figure out why oh (laughs) no you know like (laughs) it's like there's just so many things and then she was fucking pissed because you know I'd been lying to her and then like he was acting crazy she said it was like the because he needed the drugs Mm -hmm. and I had them on me or whatever um but yeah oh he was jonesing <clears throat> yeah damn and then my mom came and got him and she took him off she's like you're going to rehab like kind of thing and he was like "He's a cancer he was like okay <laughs> you know like he didn't even like really fight it um she strip searched him my mom and he's a full-grown man and he was like okay and she's like let me see the shoes and he was like fuck <laughs> there's like shit in his shoes um so like <clears throat> when i was getting out of jail she was like well i took your boyfriend off to rehab so we're, we gotta find you a place And I had no intention of getting sober. I was like, I am not fucking getting sober. Like, I just want to, like, get high again, even though I've been kicking for days in jail. And it was like, they arrested me before the weekend. It was a three-day weekend. I didn't even get, like, it was literally, like, five days. Um, And it was. What was that like? Horrible. It was the worst experience. Like, the worst detox. Like, the moment I got in there, there were girls in there that had actually, you know, they're drug addicts, too, or whatever. They had been through it like oh what are you kicking and i'm like heroin she's like oh okay and she's like smoking or shooting and i was like smoking and she's like oh you're fucked and i was like what do you mean and she's like it's way worse detox so like, it gets in your bones it gets in your lungs it gets everywhere she's like you're gonna- then shooting <clears <clears <throat> shooting's way cleaner wow yeah i would n- never known that yeah so i didn't either <laughs> yeah. so i was there, sitting there like oh cool like this yeah, is thank a- you, yeah thank this you bitch thank you for the I anxiety. Um, and it was just like days of just being like puking and shitting. You don't know what to end up putting in the toilet. You're like completely just like hallucinating. My skin was coming off. Oh, it was weird. Like (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) talking after you're getting over a sickness too is like, hold
2: on. I got to pull my shorts out of my vagina. These shorts have been doing this to me all day
1: been very uncomfy. Why was those shorts? I'd want to be in your vagina too. Oh, well, all, come <laughs> on down. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I detoxed for a few days and it was horrific. Went to court, threw up the whole way to court on the bus. Um, everyone was lifting their feet because the whole bottom of the bus was full of my puke. Oh, no. Which, you know, their guys were on the bus too and they're all hitting on me still are like, so where are you going? I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious right now? Guys don't care. Mm-mm. They're like fucking just give it Especially to me. Especially those types. They were like, hand. they were like giving me little, you know, they had like little pencils they had like smuggled <laughs> and they're giving me like their, you know, number to write write them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, one was cute. But the point is, yeah, <laughs> right like, up your alley. There's some potential there. Um, now, so basically i got to court my like i said i was deaf like i could not hear like it was so weird all the shit like went into my ears and Mm. i was throwing up on the courtroom floor Mm. i was you know locked with another girl and he was like man like everybody even my public defender like she came to my cell this woman that's like a public defender was like I want your mother's number. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, she's like, I'm going to call your mother. Like, your teeth are going to fall out. Like, it was the weirdest thing all these people actually gave a shit that you usually don't. You right. know what I mean? Like, well, they could see that. I think know? they could see. Well, first, it was my first, like, real offense. Right. And like, I, you know, I was attractive. You could tell. And you could just tell I was on that road. You right. know what I mean? And they were just like, fuck, this girl's going to fucking ruin her life. Yeah. You know? And um, she ended up calling my mom and telling her everything. And I was like, this is fucking lame. Like, I thought that, like What is this? You're like, you I'm know? a grown ass bitch. What's yeah, happening? What is happening? <laughs> um, and so my mom was waiting when I got out of jail. And then she basically convinced me to go to um, to Orange County, which is where I'd have to go to court all the time. She's like, you can't leave Orange County. You'll never go to court. You're going to get, you're going to reoffend, you know? Right. Um, and so I'm like. That's awesome that your mom had your back. Yeah, she really time. did. Um, and I was just like, oh, fuck. You know, like, and of course my mom didn't know what, what drug addiction was like that right. like her alcoholism is drug addiction so we were all at the thing and she gave me like some wine to sleep which I mean I probably <laughs> needed to be honest right. like she's putting me in rehab she's like you're going to rehab the next day she's so loving
2: like, you the way that she knew yeah how.
1: she was trying to figure out how to like knock me out because I was still kicking like I remember sleeping in bed next to her and I was hallucinating so bad that I thought we were on a pirate ship and the sheets were like the masts and I was <laughs> like you're not able to sleep you know what I mean yeah. because you go from being on heroin to being highly alert like your brain doesn't Oof. sleep anymore so it was just the weird it's like it puts
2: a cloak over you
1: yeah so she was trying to give me th- she had like little pills too she's like take this <laughs> like giving me shit i think she was trying to keep me from taking off right <clears throat> so we ended up um some lady in the lobby told her of a place called the rock center and it was like um in in garden grove it was like this like low bottom indigent rehab you know uh, it was a really dope place. I had I had a blast. It was basically like, you know, being in a co ed uh, like a college full of dirtbags. You know what right. I mean? Which is perfect for me. Like we had a really good time. That's what I tell
2: <laughs> everybody whenever my parents admitted me into the mental hospital. I was like, I found my people. I had yeah. the
1: best time there. It was so fun. Yeah. Everyone was like I I was the craziest person, which kind of was a letdown. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. At first I was like now I'm like super sane. Mm. But like at that time, Coming out, like, I was on another level. Like, everyone was like, whoa. Like, they're making – they're like, dude, you're not going to make it. Wow. You're you're about – you're like a foot out the door. There's no way you're not going to get discharged. You know what I mean? Mm. And they were just – because I was, like, you know, in there just – I I was weird, for one. You know, I said <laughs> weird shit, like, really weird shit. I would talked about death a lot. I did a lot of, like, burning myself and, like, you know, telling people about it, which is not, you know – Right. But I was trying to, like, kind of – fill that void you know what I mean and the boys there weren't that cute but they all looked cute to me at the time (laughs) and I didn't bang any of them but I I wanted to make out with all of them right (laughs) I was like making out with everybody um it was like trying to keep like I just want to feel something yeah give me something yeah um and then you know at that point I ended up
0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: I ended up making it. Part of the reason was because they said I wasn't going to make it. And I don't like anybody telling me what I'm not going to do. So I did make it. Is that um, a challenge? Challenge accepted. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I ended up at the sober living upstairs i managed the sober living which is basically you just log people in and out it's not really managing it but mm. i was like in charge so i was actually trusted which was new got a little car um because where's I'm your f- boyfriend at this time still in rehab oh yeah that guy <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> it was like my, i was making out with
2: the dudes because i was
1: I, but yeah i was i was so on another level and and it was funny because we dropped him off at rehab before we went to take me and me and him were making out in the lobby. I had vomit in my hair from, and he was like, I love you. And I was like, yeah, you know, like this whole thing. And then like, I got to rehab and I was devastated. All I talked about, I love him. He's the love of my life and all that shit. And the second, like we hung out and I was sober and like, we were, I was just like, he would do weird shit. He gave like, you the ick. Yeah. And it was just, it was messing with me because poor thing. He really did love me. You right. know what I mean? And he was like, he, everything was fine. He didn't change. You know what I mean? Like, but I was just like, I didn't feel it at all anymore. Like Well, the veil was lifted. Yeah, I was like, I never had fallen in love with him. Um, I knew I wasn't. Even when we first started dating, I knew he was just pretty. And he was, and he was fun. You right. know what I mean? And he was wild like me. But I was like, with the drugs, you think you're in love. You know what I mean? So... It was like back to that where I'm like, I don't want to have sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know. I I don't want to go
2: back to smoking cat turds. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: and I probably that had something to do with it, you know, Mm -hmm. like subconsciously, you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to go back to that life. Right. Well, it just
2: reminds you of all the shit you just went through.
1: Yeah. So um, I ended up meeting someone else there and then we ended up together and that Mm -hmm. was like started out really great. Um, We were both sober. We both sponsored people. We both did like the whole thing. Um, and then, you know, he started going out, you know what I mean? And that's when things got shitty, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because like, I wanted to stay sober. Um, I even relapsed on alcohol with him at one point. And then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, first of all, I'm the designated driver. (laughs) Um, I, you know, this isn't what I want to do. Like I, we would go out and like, you know, I would drive and he would get to drink. And so I was like, this isn't fun for me. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, and then he started getting worse. He started doing other things and he brought Coke home and I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, it was just a fucking spiral. So I literally was like, I'm just going to like, we're going to stop. You know what I mean? All together. And actually I think he pushed it even further. He disappeared one night and he never did anything like Mm -hmm. that. And so all night long, I didn't know where he was, but he's, you know, He was definitely like a puppy dog type. So Mm. he would like hit me up every once in a while. Like to tell, like most guys would just disappear. I was like, I could get a hold of him enough to know he was alive and I was able to get out of him where he was. Right. So then I came and grabbed him. What was he doing? He was with, um, he, well, he was working the WeHo crowd. And some guy they were doing a bunch of fucking meth and like mm. the dude was paying him to hang out. I don't fucking know. Oh, you know what
2: I mean? <laughs> he was getting the old trombone. I no. don't <laughs> think he was doing that.
1: But like, you know what I mean? Like I, I know shit you know, gets, my I mind, know shit gets weird. On meth you know especially. I mean? <laughs> yeah. With dudes. They say you're only one, you know. <laughs> One unit away from <laughs> an experience. But yeah. So I was like, but either way, the thing I was concerned with was like, why is he out on it? What's going on? So yeah. of course, you know, and I went a full borderline episode, which I hadn't had in forever. You know, like I'm like, I waited up with the extension cord. I'm like beating him with the extension cord. <laughs> like I was going losing my mind. And then well, I because like, he triggered your abandonment too, issues so bad. And then, um, I went and then I started doing like the self-harm thing in myself in the bathroom. I was like, what is happening? Like, yeah. That's when I was like, no more alcohol, nothing. I'm even going to stop doing it. We went back to meetings and then it came back around again. It just, it, it kept cycle. being like me trying to save this person who was just constantly going out. And I was like, I had to basically make a choice. You know what I mean? Like either I stay sober or this guy's going to take me out, you know, right? which was the best decision ever because then I was able to like actually work on me kind of because i met someone else instantly but <laughs> that's a libra thing there's a pat no that's a trauma <laughs> thing yeah so the guy i'm with now um i met right out of that relationship and we're actually like business partners and stuff so it's like it, it works really warbucks well. yeah shout out daddy warbucks <laughs> daddy warbucks um and you know it just kind of works out because we're both first of all he doesn't he's basically me with a penis
2: how did you meet aaron Are we allowed to use government names?
1: Yeah. He, um, he hit me up, um, on Instagram and I had like 5,000 followers and he was like, yeah,
2: let's talk about how you got into your, your Insta thought dumb.
1: Yes. So, um, he was like, Hey, um, why do you only have 5,000 followers?
2: (laughs) That's such an Aaron line. And I was like,
1: and I was thought he was going to hit on me and he wasn't. And he was like, I have this thing I want to start. That's like a Snapchat premium where you have like multiple girls and like, they pay for your snapchat and you could get like ten thousand dollars a month and at that time i was like ten thousand dollars extra <laughs> a month like Man, I was like jerking dudes off for that. You know what I mean? Like, I like, um, but you know, <laughs> um, only jerking off though. Listen, only the hand, nobody is a here slut. judges. Only the hand is a slut. I like to touch Aaron with it, like it's your wooden paw, yeah, like, like it's made I'm, of stone. I'm always like, I'm such a clean girl with this hand. No,
2: that's all right. I was not, yeah,
1: <laughs> um, so. Yeah, he he was like, well, would you do a Snapchat takeover for me? He had a big Snapchat that was like 80K Snapchat, which was huge at that time, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm willing to do it. And he's like, you just go on there and answer questions and do whatever. And he's like, you should have like millions of followers. You're like really hot, you know, like you, you could make money. And I was like, you know, he's like, he's like, you know, he was, like, he was, like, no, you was make the first money dude money? that
2: actually like saw your value monetarily. Yeah. Um, and yeah, cause nobody else saw that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like over at the strip club shackled for some pussy. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so for, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Had my little
1: blind man glasses <laughs> on. Um, yeah. So he was like, you know, let's, he's like, let's work on this. And he, he's like, grow your Instagram. And I like, he didn't even know what to do at that yeah. point with the Instagram. You're like, like, okay, how? I know. I was like, how? do i do that he goes well take some good pictures and i was like okay and he's like not the ones you're taking those look terrible (laughs) he's like you got to go to like a really good photographer like he was trying to guess and so i started lining up photographers i started like just posting pictures and then he made a separate account that's where viking barbie account was born like i had the kaylee account then he made the viking barbie account and he's like, what do you want your name to be? And I was like, well, I usually say Viking Kaylee or Viking Barbie. Like, I've had that a bunch of times. Yeah. And it used to be Norco Barbie. So <laughs> I think we can just do Viking <laughs> Barbie now. <clears throat> yeah. And so he was building that one. I was building. And we were, like, both. And then I just started doing both. And it started, like, it grew. You know, I did a, Expeditiously. <laughs> yeah, I grew. Uh, it started with Karma Rx. Mm-hmm. That's my wife. Um, we love the, Karma. Shout out Karma. That yes, I we I met. Ka-
2: I met Karma through... Uh, Kaylee
1: Yes And she was the first Collab I did Mm -hmm. uh, Girl girl He's like Oh this chick's making Like 60 grand a month You know Or 40 grand a month On snap He's like This is the person You should talk to She's dating Like a friend of mine Or something And I was like Okay Okay I'm down, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I met her. We talked on the phone for four hours the first night we talked. No. And, like, we were, like, basically in love. <laughs> and so I was, like, when we met, like, we were just inseparable ever since. I mean, it's been, like, six years, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we're just constantly, like, you know. That's Which,
2: Karma and I have the same birthday, so it makes sense. It's, yeah. She I literally like, is a day before me.
1: I have a thing with, I'm, I'm a Libra, so Aquarius. <laughs> and I've got an Aquarius moon. No, but
2: you're a Scorpio <clears throat> Libra. That's why you're, you're a cusp.
1: Every single astrologer is, like, you're basically a Scorpio yeah um
2: i can see it yeah
1: um so that that happened then my account started growing we start bringing other girls on i start he goes hey i don't want to be the weirdo who's like training these girls would you be down to manage them <laughs> i don't want
2: to be the creep in yeah the corner. Like,
1: i feel weird doing it they're gonna think it's like a weird thing he's like he saw me managing the stripping agency for the guy that that i was working for yeah he just like went like little donald duck eyes <laughs> and he was like hey could you do that for dollar me dollar signs <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I started doing that um training the girls teaching them what I do showing them how to grow a brand all that stuff and I just knew like instinctively with this job apparently was really good at selling and like ma- like being getting creative ideas like I'm very creative mm-hmm. I'm just not good at ripping people off. I wish I was because I would be so much, I would be richer, but I'm just not good at it. Like I'm very, what you see is what you get. Yeah. And like this is what I got to sell. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to see me trying to trick you. You know what I mean?
2: Dollar for a pussy lip.
1: Yeah. Except for when I say it's the gardener. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's really not the gardener guys. (laughs) Shh. (laughs) <laughs> no. um, jay and i did we used to do what you guys do we kind of ripped it off of you guys whenever i had the of when i first started oh, it. i watched it and it is oh, so I funny it. <laughs> and it is so funny because people are like that's not fucking the bellboy you're like yeah. oh yes it is <laughs> yes, like he's 400 pounds okay guys it's a
1: fucking you know it's a fantasy play like a come fantasy. on you know johnny sins isn't a plumber you right know what i mean yeah like but you know, it's kind of one of those, uh, yeah. Anyways, he um, he was down to do that stuff too. You know, like do yeah. shows with me and stuff, which was pretty. I mean, cool.
2: why wouldn't he be?
1: Some guys are not like I'm. You know, I couldn't do that. It's like weird or like you know. Um, but he's kind of a freak. You know, right? he, he will never tell anybody. <laughs> he's like,
2: shh. But he's
1: got Scorpio Venus. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um. So he's like down to do that stuff. It works out. Um. But yeah, we grew the brand together and um it just kind of took off from there we had violet summer she got huge we at the time we had worked with like allison parker she was huge at the time we worked with her mm-hmm. um sh- and then um
2: yeah it you guys know. have to go- dakota emily
1: yeah well snap started dying yeah. and i remember just thinking like Oh, okay. What this we is this do done? Now? You know what I mean? But I'm I'm not a, I don't trip though. Like I'm just kinda like, all right, on to the next hoe thing. Yeah. What else do I do? You know? And like I wasn't We're
2: good at selling ourselves. Yeah.
1: I mean, and the reality is like I was making so much money though, that's the one thing that was a little scary mm-hmm. because I was like, Whoa, how am I ever gonna make this much money? this is like ridiculous money, you yeah. know? He's not tripping because he's a businessman, so he's got like five things he's doing. You know right. what I mean? Like he's not even worried about it. Um, but definitely I was a little bit like, okay, what do I do next? You know? Um, and then OnlyFans and like all this stuff. And so we did our own platform before we ever went on OnlyFans. Right. And we were like, gonna die on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? With like, nudies, not, right? <clears throat> yeah, we're not doing OnlyFans. It's all about nudies. So we still have nudies. We still, uh, I still post everything. You know, you get all the videos for like a, a monthly and all that stuff. But then I was like, hey, can we get the girls like a free OnlyFans at least? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're missing out on some money. And then he agreed to it. And then we all had like, so now it's just a whole thing, just a f-
2: fucking snowball of money.
1: Yeah, and then and then I started rapping, which you know I know surprised people, but you know you actually <coughs> you have a song
2: with Tech Nine. Like, yeah. let's not fucking diminish it. You, and I did a, f-
1: a cover with Jelly Roll. Hey, hello, I, you know I mean is, we don't but... talk about Jelly Roll here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, it's just it's kidding, more... Daddy. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, but basically, like, um, and Crooked crooked eye. He's pretty dope. He's like more of an underground type dude. Yeah. I think he did uh, something
2: with Buzz believe too. dirtbag. Um,
1: yes. And, um, I, you know, I, I really want to get back into that too. I've been, I've been working on some stuff, um, uh, yeah. but you know, I, I kind of took a hiatus to heal. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. So
2: yeah. I think what is so beautiful about this story too, is, you know, not only have you fucking Completely changed your life around. Now, after getting sober, becoming a businesswoman, fucking, you know, buying a house, doing all the things that fucking upstanding citizens do, you are now on a fucking healing journey. And I know everybody, I think it's like the cool thing now for everybody to say, I'm on my healing journey, but it's like when you're on a healing journey, that shit's not fucking easy. No, it's brutal it's terrible. Like I literally did my first fucking heart chakra <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> cleanse this week. And this shit really works, dude. Like it's fucking crazy. Let's talk about your journey. Oh.
1: <clears throat> so I started about a year ago. Um, what had happened was <laughs> I kept going to therapists and they kept diagnosing me. Like I would talk my way into a new diagnosis every time I walked in and I was like, you which know, you've
2: been diagnosed with what? <clears throat> go ahead and tell people.
1: Um, I was diagnosed as, uh, having borderline personality disorder and narcissistic personality disorder, um, which I was, which was news to me because I was like, um, what (laughs) I'm not the good guy though. You know what I mean? Like, and I really like spoken like a true narcissist. Right. So like, I never, I never willingly went out, like, I guess during my bad years when I was on drugs, I did mean things to people, but I've always been like trying to help everybody. But I guess, you know, like I. I didn't know there was like other things like the way I am in relationships and the way I deal with like a partner and Mm. things like that. So, um, I was shocked, but I was willing to accept it. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, this is what I am. And then I started kind of accepting this story that, that was being told to me I was like oh you're you know you're borderline you're a narcissist these are what they this is what you do when you're this way this is what you, you You can't be cured this is who you are
2: I hate that too and that's why I've never gone to get diagnosed because I'd probably have the same diagnosis as you but I just never wanted to believe that that defined me
1: I mean and neither does any other narcissist but the point <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly that's <but> like- <laughs> like, not me no um
0: this I'm is- the good guy like this said. is
1: the thing if your mind and i've told you this before i've said this to you before if you if they have to use a placebo study every time they test a new drug and the people that have the placebo effect it's it's actually not that different they're like well there was slight slightly elevated in the non-placebo group like, right your
2: mind is powerful tells you
1: how powerful i mean they've done studies where they've had someone work out and then people pretend to work out in their mind And there's only slight difference in the people who physically did it.
2: Oh, well, fuck. I'm going to start doing that every day. Start imagining. Give me one of those VR things where I'm just like. (laughs) No, it's a
1: real thing. So like I was like this, you know, if I keep telling myself this, it's going to be, it's really going to be real. It's going to be ingrained. I started reading books about it. I was obsessing over it. Then I started noticing the behaviors being my out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I'd be like, well, I'm just a narcissist. You know what I mean? And it was kind of funny. And all that stuff until it's not funny because you're having a bad day or you're having like, you know, and then you start like, it's because I'm like this it's because this is who I am, you know? And then you're treating everyone around you like shit because they're like, Oh, Hey, can, can you maybe take accountability? And you're like, I don't take accountability. I'm a narcissist. You
0: you know what I mean? Like it
1: becomes a story, you know? Right. (laughs) So, um, I met this guy, Glenn, who obviously, like, you, I, you know, introduced you to, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does, like, nervous system, like, work on your nervous system. And he doesn't believe in any of that shit. Right. And thank God. Yeah. <laughs> because it's we bullshit, love, guys. We love I'm daddy sorry, Glenn. And I don't want to, like, I know I'll get heat for this because there's so many people who are like, no, it's not a choice. And it's not a choice mm-hmm. to, like, have those traumas. But I do believe, and this is my belief, and this is what I learned from him, is these are trauma responses and everybody can have a pattern of behaviors from these trauma responses.
2: Absolutely. And I believe that too.
1: <clears throat> so, and you can, you know, it's like, Oh, well the gray matter of the brain is, is uh, affected. If you're a narcissist, there's things that can improve gray matter. Right. You can do anything you want. You are the master. You're the alchemist. You could do whatever you yeah. want. No, so literally, like,
2: will, whatever you want, manifestation, Literally, we talk about it today.
1: So I started going, I'm not those things. That's a behavior pattern. And we started,
2: Yeah, I was over here sipping on some scissor. I
1: feel like I did a line. It's a lot
2: when you talk about your whole life, dude. It's crazy. It's
1: it's been a while.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um It's a great story though.
1: So basically he started like training me and reprogramming me and helping me reprogram myself to be like, Hey, um, these are these personalities of defense that are coming out to protect your inner child. It's not you. Right. And because of that, they're behaviors and if they're behaviors, what can you do with behaviors? You can change them, you know? So I'm like, you know, that I basically just went into it. Like I believe this wholeheartedly. I believe it as hard as I believed those diagnoses.
2: She went into it a lot easier than I did. (laughs) Yeah.
1: She did not want to go into that dying light. She was just like,
2: i was like i'm just gonna fucking i don't want to be gentle i don't want to be soft i still want to be me but i want to heal and that's the
1: thing is like he even says you know he always says it to you i'm sure is like you get to keep those parts of yourself you sometimes it comes in handy to be kind of a bitch right you know those are protecting you in some way Mm -hmm. it's when you're being triggered and they're coming out and hijacking you Mm -hmm. and that's what happens when you're having a narcissistic injury uh narcissistic injury and that's what happens when you're having a borderline episode
0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again.
1: you know, essentially. And, and it also, let me also add that like health and, and diet and things like that play a huge part into it because it's hard to control your nervous system. If you're eating things, you have inflammation, whatever, but that's another day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I mean, after about a year of going through these nervous system, like we would go into my timeline and like find these triggers and like do these meditations. And like, I would just cry and it was like these crazy like releases and, I would feel like a thousand pounds lighter. And then I started noticing the things that used to trigger me in those areas weren't triggering me so much anymore. Yeah. Because I was literally being re-triggered from something that didn't exist anymore. It was old.
2: It's crazy. But like, this shit really does work. When I did that heart um, chakra thing the other day, fucking I bawled my eyes out and literally everything that could possibly trigger me this week has came at me and I've, I've maintained my cool and like my peace about all of it. Like it really does work when you real are ready to just fucking submit to the universe. The universe has a funny way of softening you in the times that you need it.
1: Yeah. And you're never going to be like super, you know, bunny's never going to be like, Oh, you know what I mean like that's not, yeah, no, like, that's no. not who you are it's not who right. I am but We're, you can control how you respond right to and that's and that is power yeah. you know and that's what I've realized I've never felt more powerful than now like I feel like a fucking badass right being, you know it's
2: being able to control your emotions and your nervous system which I'm still trying to regulate my nervous system but I, the emotions is just so powerful
1: when it like comes up and you're like you can feel where it's at and you're like oh what's that And then it doesn't go here. Right. And then I'm not going like, you're the problem. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) That's what would happen. Like when I would have a narcissistic injury, let me just go into that. Mm. You know what I mean? Somebody does something that I would perceive as a threat or disrespect or whatever. And it's someone that I'm supposed to love. Mm. And my eyes literally go black because I'm not there anymore. Mm. I'm completely in the moment of, this person's hurting my little guy. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're coming for me and I'm – release the d- hounds. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's just, like, a whole, like, I'll look you dead in the eyes and be screaming guttural, you know, like, mm. you're nothing. You know, <laughs> just, like, insane. You are dead to me. Yeah, like, and there's been a few times where I've done it over something that's so ridiculous. Yeah.
2: That was my thing. I had the shortest fuse. It's like,
1: it's so short. And Aaron <laughs> – there was one time and he just sat there and looked at me and he was just like, ah, oh, I've never seen someone get so mad over something like this
2: before. Oh, my husband had to calm me down a little bit earlier. Cause like, it, like I said, this week has been fucking, everybody's been coming at me, but, I mean, I think it was warranted. Me finally fucking standing up and saying enough is enough. But Jay has to calm me down sometimes and just talk sense to me. He's like, "Do you know who you are? Like, you got to stop fucking responding to people." <laughs> and you know, I'm it's just hard like,
1: because you you feel even if you don't want to think like it has some like attack on you. There's some part of you yeah. that feels something. Well, and when people like, attack my like, business, right, and so that's when, that's when I'm like you have you self worth about you right. Know what I mean, so I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many. Things you can unpack. It's yeah, like my talk place. shit about me all day. Right. Don't care. Can fucking but
2: come for my business. I'm gonna be like no, yeah, no bitch. We're mean, not that's playing.
1: that's what's taking you out of the out of the gutter though. Right. It's like yeah. You know, it's almost like it's like family. You might as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Don't like, talk shit about
2: my sister. Yeah. <laughs> my mother. <laughs>
1: yeah. But um yeah, it's it's very much like crazy to be able to see someone and then they try and someone will try and argue with your fight with you like they used to and mm-hmm. they, they can't yeah like, because you're just like oh, you
2: have a shield of protection I'm not
1: here anymore like I'm mean, that person's not here anymore yeah um there are some things I still bat. you're always you're not a hundred percent healing like,
2: is a fucking lifetime dedication process this shit th- I don't know how people when they're like I'm healed because no, I'm never no, gonna be healed
1: yeah well you're so, uh, uh, The one thing about healing is you're self-aware now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you're able to go, fuck, I can't even act like this anymore because I already know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those things where it's like even – aaron was saying like hey you didn't do the dishes like it's your turn and like i i'm like a little brat right i mean don't tell me what to do and i don't like to do things i don't do chores i don't care if we live in filth you know what i mean like you know who i am bitch (laughs) i had maggots in the laundry yeah i smoked cat turds yeah (laughs) so like i get and then he's like hey could you just and he tries to ask me and there's even that little moment where i feel threatened and I feel it happen, you know, like I have that I know, problem with authority, too. Yeah. It's like an authority thing. Like, and you feel and little, men, I don't kid, like men. This guy's telling me like that. I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm bad is what I hear. Right. You know, but I know that's what I hear. And I'm like, fuck. OK. I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I say it. <laughs> I say it.
2: Damn you. Oh, <laughs> I think you and Aaron, Are you and Aaron ever going to get married? Yeah. When? Yeah. I don't know. I want to be a bridesmaid. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was I just was, inviting yeah, myself okay. to the wedding. Yeah, I always I always joke actually
1: I want to be the flower girl. I always joke with him when he wants to do another life step. He's like, we should probably get a joint account. And I'm like, when I get my money right. And, he's like, <laughs> and I've been saying that for years and he's just like, fuck you. Yeah, it's like I'm done. That's <laughs> like how
2: Jay and I are. We fucking he's the same way a life step. I love how you said that when we do another life step.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is most girls would be jumping to try and lock this one down yeah you know, this dude's like he's just getting richer you know yeah what I mean? like I can't keep up with him right you know hello before, yeah. yeah I know the feeling <laughs> <It's really annoying>. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I used like, to make
2: more money than my husband now you know, I'm like the peon in the yeah. relationship like, here's a my dollar. measly million <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know fuck that's literally, I, it's all I got honey <laughs> yeah. that's literally what it's
1: like and and I and I'm all for it because then it's like man just think of it you have to be a pretty big bad motherfucking man to be able to submit us to begin with right and then also be in your masculine be in that masculine level so much that we're also like kind of putting our feminine even rich right (laughs) like like, i can't be rich enough (laughs) Right. i'm like he's like hey babe i just said yes like two more 20 million dollar deals i'm like what like how you know I mean? yeah no like, i stopped i stopped keeping
2: i was just like go daddy go Fuck i'll it. take free 50 yeah <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I need my 10 percent. yeah I'm ike turner in this bitch
1: yeah but the thing is like money has just never been i should probably care about it more is the problem yeah i'm gonna start manifesting my focus
2: i'm trying to take my focus off money i'm trying to be more in the moment and trying to, you know, cause literally just my sign, how I was born. And I know everybody's like, don't blame it on your sign, but I was just born to work literally, you know? So it's really hard to fucking break that. So it's like, you know, fucking I've just been money oriented my entire life. So this past year, I guess I've really tried to like dial back and try to like, take time off and try to fucking just you know let my only fans go that was fucking hard dude you know but it's like as you get older and on this healing journey shit that mattered to you just doesn't matter anymore you know and you just want to be a better soul it doesn't matter about material things you I can't really take that, that shit with you
1: also i'm terrified of the universe
2: it's like <laughs> <laughs> no the you know, she's a scary bitch like a-
1: gangster Mm -hmm. like seriously people i have you know friends that i talk to that aren't there yet and they're just like oh yeah but i still want to do this and i'm like i don't want to play anymore yeah (laughs) yeah she doesn't she doesn't stop until you do what you're supposed to right and so if you'll get every lesson over mm -hmm, and over and over again over and over and you'll have it'll just hit you back to back and people, like everything always happens bad to me. And I'm like, that happened to me too. Mm-hmm. I stopped doing all that stupid shit. And guess what? Yeah. Like now my life is amazing. Yeah. It, it really works that way. It's mm-hmm. not like some woo woo. You know what I mean? so it's like, and the moment I stepped away and was like, I'm done with this person or I'm done with this situation. And I really did let it go. Everything. It was like just abundance, Yeah, you know, but, and you know, when you're supposed to let something go and they say like, You're supposed to let it go when it feels like you don't want to let it go the most. Right. Like when you feel like you're holding on so tight, Mm -hmm. that's when you let it go. And I was like, that's how it was for me with everything that I moved forward and let go of. Yeah. Including my personality traits that I thought were my identity.
2: That's where I'm at now. I'm starting to break down my my aggression i guess you could say and trying to like mellow out a bit because i am so like just fucking
1: control type a personality Always going to be terrified of you (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it it's not even (laughs) that you'll always be a bad bitch
2: (laughs) it's not even that it's just that that's the next step in my healing is you know I've, i've been working on all this other shit so now it's like it's time to to Break down the shit that I've been holding on to for so long. You know, well,
1: you, uh, you can apply also to you. Like, remember that? Have you seen that thing where they're talking about a dangerous man is a man that has the ability to inflict mm-hmm. um, devastation, but chooses not to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no yeah. different for us. Yeah, you know? absolutely. we no, I dare you. i've been i've been throwing pennies in that wishing well many times but at the at this point i'm like i don't wish a bitch would right because i know who i am right i know what i'm capable of and i don't want to do it i don't want to be there so i send everything out the way it is and if the universe wants to send me somebody who want to play no (laughs) yeah no i know trust
2: me this week has been fucking tested but i think we've done great i think you've done great on your journey I think that, you know, you are a role model, like a lot of girls. And I think what I love about you, too, is you're always mentoring women.
1: Mm, I love women. Yeah.
2: You're always.
1: Preferably some Eastern European ones with large breasts. I would love to mentor those. I call
2: her trucker Tom (laughs) (laughs)
1: because she
2: loves big, just jumbly womblies. I do. Saggier the better. Mm -hmm. She (laughs) loves.
1: She's (laughs) (laughs) like boobs. Um, She loves them. But I do like, I love women in general. And I think I've always been protective Mm -hmm. of women. You are. Um, You're a good friend. I, I feel like that's one thing that I've always. There's been moments I haven't been a good friend, so I'm right. not going to say, because we all do that at Same. times, but I do believe that like these days it's kind of hard to beat. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. i mm-hmm. there for people. I don't always, I'm not always calling you. I'm not the one who's going to be there all the time. Right. But when I'm the one that if you need me, mm-hmm. that's the person to call, you right. know, and I think that's where it counts. Yeah. I love you know? that about you though.
2: Yeah. I love that. I love everything you do. What do you, what's next? What's next for you?
1: Um, Well, I want to start getting creative again. Um, You know, I I just want to get back into like my creativity. I did like a a whole like astrology reading where we talked about my human design and like I'm very sacral. Mm -hmm. And that's where creativity is. And I haven't felt as creative during this whole healing process. So I'm trying to like tap into that and meditate to like, come on, bring me the (laughs) idea. Get me back into idea mode because I'm such like an idea guy, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, and I have been getting him again and I just have to jump on them when I get him. Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh, is that the one I was supposed to take <laughs> like, 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 Come on, just right. do it. You know, yeah. because sometimes when you heal, um, they, it's the thing they don't tell you about healing is how little you're going to give a fuck about other shit right. that you thought mattered. Mm-hmm. So like the money, the obsessively trying to be better than everybody because you think you have to. And yeah. like
2: Compe- I just, competitiveness, I just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. So I
1: really need to find, the, the desire to to be creative and to do things because I love it and not from trauma. Right. And I think a lot of us girls who have done really well in, in this world, it's a lot of trauma-based girls oh, who are just go, sure. go, 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 go. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and like, yeah. I don't want to be unhappy. I don't care how much money I have. I'm yeah. just over it. <laughs> I love it,
2: though. I love what you're doing. So you want to get more creative. What about music?
1: I'm definitely going to be going. Uh, I, I just did a song with Savannah Dexter. I just have to and everything.
2: You guys actually have one out on Savannah's Spotify. I mm-hmm. bet
1: you won't. She did. Um, I featured on one, and she uh, put it on Spotify. And it's
2: it's a bop, you guys. Yeah, bet it's cute. It's a cute bet one. You won't. I love it. It um, needs to
1: go to TikTok. Well, we're going to do a video at the same time for both our songs, mm. so that's why I'm putting this one out, so we love can do it. that. Even though she was like, "Oh my God, this song's a little racy." <laughs> <I was laughs> Poor like,
2: Sav. She's like <laughs> our little sister that we're just like always <laughs> fucking exposing her to. to like, <laughs> come here, little girl.
1: <laughs> Get on this track. <laughs> like what did you just say pay me fuck me oh god I was, I was you
2: like, know bravo's over there fucking sweating bullets yeah. just like oh shit what did we fucking get her into yeah
1: but i mean i just want to get back into it and i think everything will just kind of flow um i know that uh bury yourself got you know it got pretty big and like, it went viral on tiktok yeah, It went viral like a few times yeah and um, it'll keep going viral it's just one of those songs i need to just post it yeah, is you know my thing. Mm-hmm. I, oh,
2: I know. I'm always telling her put put this on TikTok. Go on TikTok.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, here's my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's like the easy thing. Yeah. You just pop out. <laughs> here's a titty.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, I just love you, and thank you for being my first guest in the fucking new studio out here. I love you too. I love you so much. Why don't you shout out where everybody can find you? Shout out your OnlyFans again and all your Instagrams.
1: So, um, TikToks. my only fans, Viking doll, I think it's Viking dot or Viking doll dot VIP. Yeah. And then, um, and then my other account is VikingBarbie.com. That's uh nudies. Um, I've got a YouTube Viking Barbie music. And um, my Instagram is viking.barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, leave me alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, so they haven't came for you for the name on so Instagram? So not yet? on
1: Instagram because technically I'm not monetizing the name. Gotcha. So you're allowed to use a handle, but once you start monetizing it, that's why they came mm. for my, my OnlyFans. But gotcha. I feel like there's something I could do, and this is the level. Like, can I change my name to Viking Barbie?
2: I mean... Yeah, that would be a loophole around it. I will do it. Yeah,
1: that's the level. <laughs> i willing to be petty. <laughs>
2: like, if it's your name, is your name like what's Trisha Paytas doing with Malibu Barbie? Is like, she-, she named her kid Malibu Barbie. Right. So, <laughs> so how is you know? I think Malibu has accounts and so everything. What, Malibu
1: now. Barbie can't make money off her name when she's older. I don't know.
2: I'm sure she will be able to. We have to look into that. Mm. We're gonna look into that. What's Ooh. your TikTok so people will go follow you, and you're on Spotify too.
1: Uh, TikTok, I think, is Viking Barbie too. Yes. I don't know if they think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just Google viking Barbie. You'll see her beautiful yeah, vagina, all of her tits. There's a all lot of it.
1: fakes on there. Go to my verified accounts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My t- what was the other thing you asked?
2: Uh, I think you're on Spotify, right? Under Spotify, viking Barbie.
1: yes. Viking Barbie. I don't recall
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's just here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she doesn't know what any of her shit is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Spotify, Apple Music. It's all over the place. I got some... Some good jams
2: well I appreciate you and you need to come back in like another year let's not when was the last time I had you on like three years ago two years ago two
1: it was when we did
2: um music you with know, Jay yeah that was the old studio right two years for the after I've
1: cash. yeah yeah I was actually when I came down that time I was going through the worst depression I'd ever had yeah I, remember I was like crying every five minutes mm, that
2: was so bad and, girl we were we both went through a really bad fucking depressive shit so it was yeah. crazy
1: I don't miss those.
2: Me either, man. I'm fucking so thankful. So thankful. We love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye.